This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Winning Winning tries. All right, Cordell, I know that we've all heard the news that the running backs basically had a group chat mm-hmm. <laughs> created and a Zoom call happened uh, this weekend. And, I, and I'm not laughing at, at, at the issue because obviously it, this is a serious issue for them. Um, but they had a call this morning. It was initiated by uh, Austin Eckler uh, from the Chargers. And a lot of famous names that we know were in the group chat. Um, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. And, of course, J.K. Dobbins and his uh, AFC North counterpart, Najee Harris, were a part of this conversation, as well as Joe Mixon um, were a part of this conversation. So they are trying to come up with, you know, ways to maximize their value. They believe that the running backs have been devalued, and they are trying to coming up come up with a solution for that. And allegedly, they were unable to do that. Based on the CBA, it really feels impossible for um, that to be a, a solution to go through it in terms of like striking or whatever. I've seen a lot of um, scenarios where people have given suggestions on what they could potentially do. One, I saw that they could potentially leave the union and create their own union, which I think is problematic and would start a domino effect between other positions. So it feels like a bad idea. Um, another one was trying to get the agents involved to try to help with their situation. And then I, I even saw people say they could sit out of um Team, team activities in 2024, but they got to get the young people that will be coming in in the draft involved in that as well. So I don't know who's in this group chat, but it's too many uh, stories coming out from what happened in the Zoom call. Yeah. Somebody's a chatty patty, okay? And I, I need y'all to know that if y'all are having these conversations, you should not just be willy-nilly telling people because then they go into the media and telling everybody. Because because the allegation is, is that one of the things that they discussed was exaggerating injuries, <laughs> you know, why, you know, on teams. Okay. I, I don't, first of all, I don't know what that's going to do. Um, and secondly, why do I know this information? Right. Um, I feel like that that is something that should have stayed within the group chat, but somebody cannot be quiet and that has been something that has been uh, coming out. Even Marlon Humphrey said, well, who is in the group chat snitching? Right. Okay. Somebody's in there snitching. But ultimately, I don't know what the, the solution is in this CBA. Yes. Could they, you know, 
could they try to collude against new contracts because them and the agents can do that and not owners? Yeah, but I just don't know how that's going to work because everybody is not going to be in line. There's mm-hmm. always going to be a young guy who has a family to feed that's going to say, well, this is my opportunity to make some money. And so they're going to play. And that to me feels like that's going to be the issue. And then the running backs now essentially are on the outside looking in um, because this is not going to be like a full strike of players. So I I honestly do not know. I sympathize with them in the sense that they feel like they have no value, but with this current CBA, which I believe was a 10 year deal um, and got barely passed by the way, Cordell, I think that that's something to acknowledge because clearly there was some language in there that a lot of players didn't like. And now that this is coming to light, you see why the the passing was very slim. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a lot of people didn't like it. So now they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Basically. Yeah, I mean, they, like you said, they can't renegotiate it until March of 2030. So, I mean, they're stuck with this. Long time. Yeah, they're, they're, they're stuck with this. And I don't know. Look, it's great that the running backs are supporting each other. Um, and coming together and trying to unify and stuff like that. But the reality is this isn't a quick fix. It's nothing. That, I don't know what they could do or what they could discuss over a Zoom call that they could figure out, uh, you know, that they could get to fix their problem right now. Like this is something that I think is going to take time to get fixed. And there, I mean, all of these options that we're hearing about, none of them are great options. You know, the, some some of those options make them look bad more than anything. Faking injuries. I mean, come on. Like that's just that 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 right there is you're questioning. You you open the door then for fans to start questioning not only the integrity of the game but your toughness. Yeah. And I think getting that's one thing I try not to do. Uh, is question players' toughness in football uh, because it's 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 a grueling sport. Um, and like last year with the whole injury situation with Lamar, I, I don't know. I, 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 I try to stay away from that. But if this was to go down, you know, that will open the door for that. So I, I don't – I feel bad for the running backs. I do. I, I feel bad for them because I do feel like that they are undervalued. I do feel like they should be in a better situation than they are in right now. I do think that they carry a bigger role in a team's success than people want to realize. I agree. Well, sure, you can talk about the fact that, you know, you can go and get another running back here, you know, from at any point. Sure. Um, but – you have to take care of the ones who separate themselves from the pack. Saquon Barkley is is not just some regular Joe Schmo. You know, Josh Jacobs just led the NFL in rushing last year. And now it looks like he's deciding, he, he and Saquon, who are pretty much the head of this snake right now, are basically uh, taking on the role of the sacrificial lambs. It seems like Saquon has basically said he's not, he's not showing up and he doesn't know when he'll be there. I just saw something today that said Josh Jacobs just got on a flight out of Vegas. So he's not <laughs> planning to be at training camp. And apparently the people close to him don't know when he'll be there. So, I mean, credit to those guys because, you know, first of all, both of them are smart. Neither of them have actually signed their franchise tender. So yep. they won't be fined uh, during training camp, which is a good move by them. 
Um, and now those teams are put into p- situations where they really have to figure it out. The Raiders don't have anything behind Josh Jacobs enough. No to- idea who would be behind yeah, him. I, I really couldn't tell you who their backup running back is right now. Uh, the Giants have nothing behind Saquon Barkley. And he really, more than Jacobs, he is that offense. So, I mean, we saw what the Giants were able to do last year. I think it's a big reason why they felt comfortable paying Daniel Jones is based off of what they were able to do last year. Even if you look at Daniel Jones' success as a runner, a lot of that came off of read option looks. Why? Because Saquon Barkley is in that backfield and every defense in the league is going to respect Saquon as a runner over Daniel Jones as a runner. But let's see what those read options look like now without Saquon Barkley in the backfield. Let's see if if Daniel Jones is able to go for over 100 yards rushing in a playoff game without Saquon, Saquon Barkley out there. I'd love to see it. So I'm glad that they're kind of putting some pressure on these teams and they're using the little leverage that they have. They're using it right now. And it's, it's gotta be them because anybody else, I don't think any, any of their teams would really bat an eye. I agree. Um, And and I uh, JK being on that zone. I mean, JK is not in their shoes, (laughs) you know, (laughs) this is true. He's not in their shoes right now. He, he doesn't have the, the, uh, resume that those guys have that I mentioned, and he's, he's more time. I mean, well, Saquon is missed time too, but no, Saquon yeah, is what yeah. makes that offense go. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, Saquon's missed time for sure. But you see what it's like when Saquon is there and Absolutely. what they're able to do. Not to say that J.K. couldn't have that same impact. They just have not used him to that degree for him to carry that type of weight in this offense, especially when you have Lamar Jackson. That's what, exactly. You know, you, you can kind of run the ball uh, regardless. And I would say Saquon is not in their same shoes contractually either. He's under contract for this final year. He's not in a franchise tag situation. He's not in a fifth year option situation. Like he's, he's under contract right now. So I, I mean, him being, he's kind of like an innocent bystander. I feel like on that zoom call. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. There's a quite a couple of guys as well that are under contract. Christian McCaffrey, who makes the most money, I believe, out of all of them, was on there. You know, I'm sure that there was some solidarity things going on. Um, Najee Harris, I believe, also is under contract, so there's nothing he can do about it. I really believe that this is something that can't be addressed on the NFL level now, but what's going to have to happen is incoming people are going to have to try to push this. And so this is where I think this is interesting with NIL. It's very possible that you can make a lot of money if you're a top running back and maybe find ways to protest this a little bit as you go to the next level. Um, Because I I just don't see how the NFL players can make an impact, but I feel like the future guys that are moving to the NFL have a better chance of making an impact than the current NFL players. That's just that's just where I see that right now. And I think that NIL 
allows these types of things to happen because you are able to get paid handsomely if you're really good at a college on the college level, which then will allow you to do things a little bit differently once you get to the NFL level. You can you can protest for, you know, more money or, you know, what you feel like you deserve or less time um, on a team being as though um, the peak for running backs is lower than the other positions. So it, it will be interesting to see um, how this all plays out if these guys show up to training camp. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kareem Hunt um, and guys like Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott, if these guys also, if they're not signed to teams because there's some type of, you know, we know that, that Dalvin Cook was talking to the Miami Dolphins. He hasn't been signed. Right. And he's from that area. Right. So, I mean, maybe there's some type of solidarity thing going on there because they feel like they're ne- they're, that no one's offering them the money that they feel like that they deserve. So they'll wait till the season begins and hopefully that they'll be offered more money. So um, this is something we'll be watching closely, obviously, because a Raven is a part of this process. And we know that J.K. has verbally expressed his displeasure. Um, with this process. So uh, with the Melvin Gordon side, it just really feels like this is something that we'll be talking about regularly um, as training camp begins. So we'll be following this. And of course, you'll be out there. So you'll get to see firsthand if JK is practicing, not practicing, chilling, (laughs) holding in. Right, right. And also, I would say uh, one last thing on the running backs. Um, I would be curious to see what happens, you know, are these are guys like Dalvin Cook and and Ezekiel Elliott and those guys like are they going to what happens if the Raiders come calling one of them uh, to come in there and fill that running back void while they don't know what's about to happen with yep. Josh Jacobs? It, I think you know the legal test that unity. You know, once the phone starts ringing and guys are like, I gotta go get my money. What do you? You know, I'm I'm sorry, but I, I gotta go. I gotta go take care of mine. So I, I'd be curious to see how that happens. Absolutely. We'll be watching this for sure.